brothers and sisters in Christ. A lot of you know I I, uh, play the violin. I uh, had my first violin lesson when I was seven years old. And then for basically 11 years, um, the pattern was the same every week. I'd practice almost every day, and every week I'd go to my violin lesson. And, And the pattern of the lesson itself was pretty much the same. I'd played what I had practiced, and my teacher would, would correct whatever I was doing wrong, and then he'd teach me something new. And sometimes he'd give, get out the viol- his violin and, and show me so I could see and hear what I was supposed to do that, that was new. And that repeated almost every week for those 11 years. If you're involved with sports in school, Kind of the same pattern for practices, isn't it? Uh, practices begin with, with drills, things you know, and, and you practice them, and, and maybe the coach will correct something you're doing wrong, and then they'll teach something new. Maybe it's a new play or new some, something new to do on defense to, to get you ready to play at, for the next game against that new opponent. Um, school, <laughs> kind of the same idea. A teacher reviews the previous class's material and, and corrects that assignment and then teaches something new. That, that pattern is the same, whether it's, it's a, a, a music lesson or, or sports or, or the classroom. No matter what scenario, there's this special um, teacher-student bond that exists. And that is really the the focus for today. As we continue the sermon series, Stronger Together in Christ. Today we see this this bond between teacher and student that that comes out as we build up the team. Now as we look at building the team, we're going to first kind of look at at, at the negative way. And look at a, a dysfunctional team. A team that is dysfunctional doesn't succeed. Now, there are different ways that a team can be dysfunctional, but today we're going to look at one specific way, and that's when parts of the team, members of the team, aren't doing their job. So if you think of um, a sports team, okay, coaches have certain jobs and roles. Their job is to coach the team, is to, um, to teach the team what they need to do and what they need to know. is to, to correct things when they're doing it wrong. It's, it's to, to motivate the team. I, I remember back in school, I'd, I had a coach that would always play the Rocky movie soundtrack before a game to get us motivated. Um, the, the, the coach is there to, to correct those things they're doing wrong. The, team, the, the coach is there to, uh, to organize things and, and, and kind of Make sure everyone is, is doing what they're doing and, and, and when they play and what they do and, and to look out for opportunities and problems that are arising. Those are all things that the coach does. The members of the team, the, the players, well, they have a job too. First and foremost, listen to the coach and do what the coach says and learn those new skills and put in, in hard work, even when you're you're tired and you don't want to. And then also there, there's, there's a respect and trust that's needed for the coach, for the other players, so you can work together. Everyone has a job. 
Well, that's also true for church. Now, at church, we don't have coaches, but God has given pastors. What's the job of a pastor? Just a few weeks ago, I heard this, this great, very simple definition, job description for pastors, and it's this. Pastors use God's word to help people. So, pastors use God's word to help people. Pastors teach, preach God's word. They, 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 they tell people new things from God's word, not, not new things that they've somehow discovered in the Bible, but new for the people. Pastors correct us when we're doing something wrong. Pastors motivate us, not with the Rocky soundtrack, but with the beautiful gospel message in the Bible. Motivating us to use those spiritual gifts we we looked at last week. Pastors use their own gifts, but not to the exclusion of others using their gifts. there's, There's respect and trust as we work together. Or, as the Apostle Paul put it in Ephesians, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Now, we're first looking at the the dysfunction. the dysfunction of a team that doesn't succeed. Well, if you're talking a sports team, of course, that means they're not winning games, they're not working together. In the church, what does that look like? What would look like at a pastor who, who doesn't teach God's Word, who doesn't motivate with the Gospel, who, who doesn't stretch and, and, and teach his people new things they need to know and, and, and um, show them new ways of looking at things according to God's word. A pastor that doesn't encourage people to use their spiritual gifts. A pastor who doesn't work together. And for the part of the, the members, what a dysfunctional church team would look like is people that don't listen that don't learn God's Word, that don't do what what God's Word says, that don't use those gifts that God has given them, Uh, people that that don't love and respect and and work hard, but they just sit there expecting someone else to do things and expect the pastor to do everything. A dysfunctional team does not succeed. So to illustrate what what that looks like, And, to do so in a rather humorous way, take a look at this video. I mean, you you go to church, right? Mm -hmm. I I do. Yeah, so what what are your thoughts on on God and church and heaven and stuff? All great questions. Just, uh, it needs to be answered. Pretty deep question for out on the lawn this morning. I do have a lot of thoughts on that particular issue. Sam, you rang? Pastor Mike, what took you so long? He was just asking me kind of what I believe. Gotcha, I'll take it from here. Thanks. See you guys. Okay. Well, first of all, Sam believes the Bible's the inspired, infallible word of God. Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross as a, a propitiation.
I'm sure your dad's gonna start coming to the games. You know? Once the divorce is funny, how things get better. Pastor, can I can I get a minute? Ah, uh, not really. I'm I'm babysitting. I've got some groceries to deliver and bill. I'm That's great. For... Look, hey, Jack over here needs somebody to show him the love of Christ. Dad's a real jerk. You know, you got the counseling background. We got tickets to a game. We are late. Maybe just a round of catch to show him. Hey, somebody cares. Yeah. Well, you know, see you Sunday. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, buddy. Yeah, I'm feeling okay, but the place is falling apart. I just don't know what to do. Every last dollar goes to the doctor. What can be done? Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. That's, that sounds really sad. Somebody need a minister? Oh, pastor. Great. Um, she can't take care of her house. There's got to be something someone can do for her, right? You mean help her out? Uh, meet her needs? That's a great idea. Why did I think of that? <laughs> Don't know. I, you know. I just did preach a 16-week series on showing love in practical ways. Oh, yeah. Hey, great series. Good luck, huh? <laughs> Actually, I was just helping an older woman walk across the street. I left her in the median. Hi. This sermon is not about Pastor Cook or myself, okay? But it certainly illustrates what dysfunctional church team is, is like, right? I, I, you guys know my flaws. You've seen them for over two decades. I know your flaws. The Bible doesn't call them flaws. The Bible calls them sins. When we are dysfunctional, it's because we are dysfunctional. That's why I, 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 I love this, this little phrase in what Paul says here in Ephesians. He says, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, evangelists, the pastors, and teachers. Christ gave. We know this. Christ gave himself. He, he entered what he had created. He entered this world. And he didn't come here to be served, but to serve. He, he gave. He gave his, his time and energy. He taught his disciples. He corrected them when they needed correcting. He motivated them. He encouraged them to use the gifts they had. He he gave. And not only did he give his, his life to them, he, he gave his life for them and for us. He died on that cross. And then he gave us victory. Victory over the grave. Victory over our sin. And then he has promised to give us heaven itself, Christ gave himself. And then, Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to, to help us, to teach us, to, to grow us, to, to correct us, to, to motivate us. Christ 
gave. Which leads us then not to look at a dysfunctional team, but a very functional team. And a functional team succeeds together. Of course, if you're talking sports, to succeed is to, to win a game. But for church, that's different. What does it mean to succeed together? The Apostle Paul says. Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So what does it mean to, to succeed together as a church? It means to be built up. To be mature and, and to be in unity. To be in unity of, of faith and, and mature. See, spiritual maturity means that we know we believe and, and we act as if life does not revolve around us. Spiritual maturity means we, we look for those opportunities to use the gifts God has given us and, and to use them, to put them into practice, those works of service which God has prepared us for. Spiritual maturity sees opportunities not to do what we want, but to help others, to, to do what others need. And the idea here is so that we are built up. And you can think of it two different ways. Built up from within. Built up as we serve one another. And then also built up without. Looking for those opportunities to, to show and to share the love of Jesus. Looking for any interaction we have with people. Not as a, a problem, but an opportunity to welcome home the lost and loved with Jesus. That is how we are stronger together in Christ. I, I love how sometimes God just drops things in your lap. This last week, just scrolling through Facebook, and I came across this. And I, get, I have to get down a little closer to read that. You don't have to be in full-time ministry to be in full-time ministry. Although being in full-time ministry can look like being a youth pastor, worship leader, kids director, etc., it can also look like being a light to those in your office, choosing to do the right thing even when it's hard, praying with a friend who needs the hope of Jesus, getting lunch with a hurting coworker, leading a Bible study with your friends. Whether you're a doctor, a teacher, a student, a receptionist, a lawyer, a stay-at-home parent, working three jobs or working one job. You are called to ministry. We are stronger together in Christ when we together as a team work toward that unity, that maturity, building each other up. Stronger together in Christ. I have a, a friend who's a, a professional violin player, a professional orchestra and, and, and 
opera conductor. And I, I just recently saw his, his biography he posted on Wikipedia. I just looked through it, and I was surprised. I was amazed at the long list of teachers that he's had. I guess it really shouldn't surprise me. Because each teacher, whether you're talking about music or, or a coach in sports or a teacher in the classroom, each one not only teaches things, but leaves a lasting impression, sometimes leaves a legacy. And we learn so many things from all those different teachers we've had. Sometimes people end up following or like to follow a particular pastor or teacher. I'll guarantee you, they'll tell you not to follow them. Rather, follow the one they follow. The teacher, the good shepherd, Jesus Christ. Because it is in Christ that we're stronger together. Amen.